Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This week on Jet Set Dynasty, we talk 70 Burger, Cowboys Falling Apart, and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Jet Said Die Nasty Football. Brian Stein. And I'm JB. And we are never, ever getting back together. Until this week, and then the week after, yeah. and then probably the week after. Okay, we'll, we'll be together for the next 20 weeks, basically. Fine. Yes. Ruin, my, ruin my joke. Week three was fucking wild. It was Holy a good, shit. It was a good week. It was like... It just, Teams are like starting to finally find their footing a little bit. It's starting to look a little bit less rusty. Well, I think it's more... It's a good combination which I think we kind of should have predicted coming into this is like teams are finding their footing and then the good team and then the bad, the teams that are overperforming are underperforming. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that getting your footing. I'd call that like coming back to earth, I guess. Water meeting its level. Right. Exactly. Like obviously the Bengals got to win this week. They needed to get a big win. At, like, no chance mm-hmm. they were starting 0 three and still competing in the AFC. Same with the chargers. Chargers got their win. Uh, the Cowboys got their took us handed to them which was kind of crazy by the Cardinals. The Cardinals are, like, low-key frisky. They've been frisky every single week. Every single week. Uh, But I don't know what... If we were to pull Twitter, what is a bigger story? The Dolphins putting up 70 points... Or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift, easily. It's on every... It is is. is literally headlined every single sports show that I consume. The second... It's the leading story... Nobody mentions nah. until an hour in that the Dolphins scored the highest amount of points <laughs> Which is, in the last you're 50 right. years. That's a great like litmus test of like how big of a deal Taylor Swift is. Yes. The Dolphins scored like the third most second. points, second most points mm-hmm. in NFL history and we're talking about a fucking the, pop star. And the like top the last one was the most recent one was like 2011. Drew Brees had 62 points or something like that. Yeah, that's a whole nother touchdown. Yes, that type of score hasn't been posted since the Super Bowl was invented. Yeah, it's crazy. So okay, then let's talk about the Taylor first. I think that's let's let's do what every other sports talk show ever has done. I loved it. <laughs> Did you see all the numbers? It's like. Oh my Dem- god! Yeah, like, the demographic more, numbers. Yeah, there's more like ten percent increase of women from last year. It was like all four of those games were blowouts in the in the four clocks. Mm. So the all the demographics dropped except for that game. The eighteen to twenty nine year old women skyrocketed, yep. which is awesome. I, you love to see it. What uh, I love is all the videos that come of Taylor in the box, and I just keep getting <laughs> seeing people point out. That like the one dude, yeah, looks who's like, looks, in the looks front. like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, he's like his tickets are gonna go for a crazy amount of money now. I'm yeah. like, that's it. You're not wrong. I've seen a couple of hilarious posts. One was that like there was a picture of Taylor Swift eating a chicken tender, and she had like ranch and barbecue sauce, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, one of us." I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's a chicken tender at a freaking football game." Were they different or combined? They were separate. Then what the fuck are we talking was, about? Exactly. Mix them together. Give me a story. And then apparently she like helped cleaned up afterwards. Like that's it's a veteran move. I mean, You've yeah, gotta do that in front of the mom. Exactly. You've got to show out. You've got. I mean, and she dropped the the, the LFG. She on TV. Yes. We got the let's fucking go when he scored. I love that. As soon as I saw that picture, I was like. That's Mama Kelsey. She's in way too many commercials now. Oh, my God. The Mama Kelsey stuff is wild. Shout out Mama Kelsey. And did, so she's super recognizable. And I'm like, yeah, she's in the box of Mama Kelsey. Did you watch the Kelsey doc? I have not. I want to. I watched it this weekend. I thought it was good. Was it? Is it like a movie or like a series it's, type it's a It's like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour doc. Okay, okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a sit-down and finish it. 
it, it's more around tra- uh, Jason than it is Travis. I'm very, but I'm interested in Jason. Yes, I am too. And it's funny. I mean, if you've watched any New Heights on TikTok or anything like that, or listen to the podcast, you know that like when he met his wife, they met on Tinder. Mm. They met at the bar, and he was literally passed out drunk at the yes. bar, like thirty minutes another date. One of his like, fellow linemen had to carry him away. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, it was. I really enjoyed it. You get more the the Kelsey the the mama Kelsey. I also didn't know until this until the doc that the parents were basically divorced but stayed together for the kids as uh, they grew up. Okay, I didn't know that. And then like as you watch the doc, you realize like oh like mama Kelsey and papa Kelsey are sitting in different spots. Like you mm-hmm. can tell like now they're 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 separated and done their own thing. But then it was kind of cool. It's like oh it's cool to be like okay hey we're staying together for these kids and they both made it to the NFL. So yeah. like good for them. Good it's a good sacrifice. But yeah, it was a good doc. Overall good doc. It was not as good as like the like the NFL or the QB doc on Netflix, but like mm-hmm. for a for a two and a half hour documentary I thought it was pretty cool. My favorite thing about the whole Taylor and Travis Kelsey thing was that one standstill of them walking away uh, oh yeah, one person caught on camera and it's just the middle Kelsey's, school walk. Yeah, it's just like Kelsey kind of side eyeing, being like, Come on, dude. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to do something here. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not do this right now. I think that's like that's kind of where I like kind of laugh about it. Where it's like, yeah, of course. People go. People are trying to be like, oh, is this a publicity stunt? And maybe it is. But why do either of them need more publicity? Well, that but did you question. see like Kelsey's numbers though? Kelsey got like an additional 300k followers on IG. He's now a top three selling jersey in the NFL right now. Like his shit popped off. Like the podcast went crazy. Well, the podcast has been going crazy. Yeah, but it went crazier. Yes. Like, and so, yes, Kelsey could have used it, but I don't really think that. Like, I don't think Kelsey could have need. I don't think Kelsey he didn't need, need it, it, but he like got even bigger from it. I'm sure. And, I'm sure that was just a byproduct. But my it. point being that it's not like Taylor was. Taylor's not in the business of doing anybody favors. Mm-mm. Like she doesn't need to do Travis Kelsey a favor. Like she doesn't listen. Especially to, there was that like little tidbit from a couple months ago saying he tried to give Taylor a well, friendship. That, bracelet. That's where it all started. Yeah, of course. Was where he so she just, she was an arrowhead. Like, yeah, it's like oh that's cute, and it's like oh she could have very much been like oh like haha made a little like. Met, got dinner, had a little selfie or whatever, but like, she's in the box with the mom, B. I, well, I know, that's what I'm saying. In the like, box with the this mom. ain't no joke. Like, even if it is a joke, it's all a hilarious joke. I love. I should have bet all my money for that Travis Kelsey touchdown. So it was the most easy thing to call. I had texted somebody and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was when the I, I was late to it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Taylor Swift's here," and and I said, "Is Taylor Swift going to curse?" the chiefs no and at that moment was when kelsey or when mahomes got his ankle rolled up on oh, and i yeah. was like no i did this it's <laughs> not it's not it's not her it's me and then they proceed to beat the absolute hell i'm the, the problem it's me i thought there it is there i got there them. it is uh but no yeah and then they just absolutely steamrolled them bears are in trouble man i want to talk about that a little later Okay, you want to talk about it later? Okay, let's talk about yeah, it later. I want to, I w- I'll tie it in at the end. Okay, but. we'll loop it back around. But cool to see that. Always fun to see, like, the Swifties are another beast. I'm a, I'm a, for a 31-year-old man, I'm a very big Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Swiftie. I'm, I, I'm with you in this. I've listened to all the Taylor albums. I've listened ever since I was a kid. I'm not a Swifty though. I've gone to every show she's. I'm not gone. dropping four. I'm not dropping four digits on a Taylor Swift concert. Well, that's what it is. I've gone to every show. This is where my fandom stops. I went to every show she's she's had in Pittsburgh, except for the latest one where the tickets were a billion dollars. Yes. So like that's where I lie. It's like I feel like if you're a Swifty, you were in that stadium, and mm-hmm. you you should go get that tattoo on your chest, because if you paid that much money, you can probably afford a tattoo as well. But that was where my fandom stopped. I love her. She's great. Music's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, I just don't know. I when did Taylor become this? Because Taylor Swift was always just an unbelievably popular like musician. She's like like starting to get like Beyonce levels. Well, you're talking billion dollar tours. I think is that that what it is? Is it the tour that like really did it in? So. Because it just—it feels like oh, very recently Taylor's become like a very pop, like one of the most popular pop stars. So one of the most popular women in the United States. So I think it's it's twofold, and I'll speak to the first fold as somebody who is not—you know this. Most people know this about me. I'm not a big music person. Mm-hmm. Not I don't love going to concerts. I think 
I think why would I spend money for to pay more money for overpriced beers to be next to a drunk guy that's stepping on my feet the whole night to listen to music that sounds better on Spotify? But yeah. you'll do that for a football game. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> All right, go on. Yes, I will acknowledge that. Absolutely. I can't I can't watch that on Spotify. It's not the same experience. Fair. It's not a better experience. Uh, but what I will say about Taylor Swift is, one, her concerts are an experience, mm-hmm. an absolute experience. It is not a concert. It is a show. The sound effects, the dancing, the wardrobe, everything, top to bottom, is top-notch chef's kiss. It's not going to a... Uh, I don't know, like a, a Kenny Chesney concert where everybody's just drunk out of their minds and it's Margaritaville, right? Like, Hell yeah, brother. Which is fun too, but a different kind of fun. Her stuff is just top notch. The second fold is that she has had so many high profile boyfriends. And I think that that also increases her popularity. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Joe Jonas, the Harry Styles, like... All these dudes. The one dude who kind of looks like a cigarette who I never or know his uh, name. Calvin Harris? No, not him. I, even if you said... You'd have to like really surprise me with the name. Every time oh, I hear okay. it, I'm like, I don't know who that yeah, person is. I don't but know. every time he looks like it, he looks just like a scumbag. Also, the, the guy on TikTok that does the... Have you seen the Russell Wilson toilet guy? <laughs> I have not. You haven't? Uh-uh. He did I know it. of the Russell Wilson toilet thing. Yeah, so he does it every week. He did it last year. It was like he Russell Wilson has 12 toilets in his bathroom or in his house. Or sorry, 12 bathrooms in his house. Let's track how long it takes him to get 12 touchdowns in the NFL, like in the season. Mm-hmm. And last year, that was hilarious because, like, it took him to like week 17 to get 12 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he switched it up and he goes, Okay, Russ is doing better statistically. So let's look at uh, Taylor Swift's ex boyfriends and see how many touchdowns to ex boyfriends Travis Kelsey can get, <laughs> which is a funny joke. But. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. It's a nice little wrinkle. It brings some new fans to the NFL, which, hey. Does she come um, to the game next week? There are, I would love that bet. Who, that would be a bet I would love to There's hit. no. I don't think she goes back-to-back games. Her tour is done, though, so she's theoretically good. Who do they play this week? Uh, Chiefs play Jets on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. It's in New York, though. Uh, is it in New York? I don't know, Jim. I think it is. But I'm looking it up. If there's a place she would go, it's It's not, in New York, yes. If there's a place she'd go, it would be New York City. Mm. She lived there. She's been Maybe. there for a while. There was a whole thing. Everybody was worried about Taylor Swift living by herself in New What's York City. What's the odds, Jim? I don't know. I don't know. She may have some friends there. I don't know. Um, but let's talk about something else. An like actual this. legit football topic. <laughs> 20 to 70. I saw it and was like, oh, I didn't realize like the NBA preseason started yet. So this is I, a blowout. So... You may have noticed if you follow this account closely, I there was I went dark on tweeting for a little bit, and that's because where I was watching the game at Jetsa Dynasty at Jetsa Dynasty, someone ran to the pole outside of the house that I was watching and knocked out the internet. Oh, you're kidding! No. At your brother's house? Yes, at my brother's house. Oh my gosh! So we were we were tr- like trying to get it back. We were getting watching choppy streams and just getting it cut cut up. We're just like, eh, whatever. Around the four o'clock games, we'll just go to my apartment. Yeah. At one point, I'm like trying to, and also, here's the note. My brother has terrible service at his house if you don't have the Wi Fi. Oh, really? So I'm fiending just trying to get any sort of like yeah, any fantasy update. scores Give or any something. update during football. Right in the veins. And at one point, I just yell, Dolphin scored 70 points. <laughs> and everyone went. The fuck did you just say? In this economy, are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. Do you have the stats up for I that do. game? Can you please just read them for the listening audience? It's a silly. It's just a silly group of stats. So, especially from the two running backs. It starts out normal. Two, uh, three hundred yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Don't even. Don't forget to mention. I'm getting there. Three in, only three oh, incompletions. I wasn't getting there. You're right. Twenty three of twenty six. Not to be topped by Mike White. Who went two for two for sixty-seven yards and a touchdown? Let's go, Mike White. I tweet. I sent you this, and you. I. I thought this was going to be a weekly thing after you posted last week, and I sent you my football, my Monday football <laughs> thoughts, and you were just like, "No, I'm not posting this." It's like, okay, I guess I'm not as funny as I thought I was. But <laughs> Mike White outscored like Daniel Jones. He outscored like ten quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, blah 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 blah, and he threw two passes. But uh, so a chain, a chain, our boy. Sorry, Davon. A-chan? He wants to say A-chan. A-chan. I refuse to say it. I will point. do it. We're a, too deep. We're he just scored deep. four touchdowns. You will call him what he wants. We're just too deep into it. Davon A-chan 
went for 200 yards and two touchdowns on the ground and then added four catches for 30 yards and two touchdowns to be the highest fantasy score of the week mm-hmm. on your fucking bench. Yeah, if you started Devon A. Chain, you were down tremendous, and I don't know what. Was if going. you started, you were in a rebuilding dynasty league, and that's the only. If reason you started Davon A. Chain, you're probably mad because you're rebuilding and you wanted to yeah, lose. You probably won. <laughs> like, you probably wanted to get that Marvin Harrison share, but so he popped off 240 total yards and four touchdowns. Mostert, 82 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. Another 60 in the air and another touchdown to get you to a cool 140 and four touchdowns. Keep in mind, Jalen Waddle didn't play at all. No. That's the one crazy, absolute nutty thing about this entire thing. Yeah. Is they did this whole thing without their second best receiver. That would be the best receiver on 24 24 other NFL teams. I agree with that math. Like, that is incredible. I, I love I love seeing seeing HN go. I mean, to have him pop off, a guy that we loved, kind of had a slow start the first two weeks. He didn't really get a ton he of touches. But yeah, we knew it was going to be a slow burn. But to pop off like this, now the question becomes, do you feel comfortable starting Davon HN against the Bills in week four? You gotta. You gotta? You gotta. You gotta? 50. 50? You gotta? With the starting running back still playing and what, still contributing. You what if Jalen Waddle comes back in place? Does that change you at all? Maybe a little. Okay. So you're called... If you are if you have an already established team, go for it. If you're down bad like I am thinking about starting Devon A-Chain in a couple of leagues. A-Chain. A-Chain, pardon me. Like, in our 14-team league, league that we're in. Oh, yeah, that's deep. a must-starter, yeah. Yeah, I'm starting H- A-Chan because I'm down tremendous in 0-3 in that league. 14-teams yeah. league's hard. If any of you are devoted 14-team leaguers, I salute you. That's I, Doing that for the first time, that's a hard task. It is. It's very different. Your, your benches are much thinner. The waiver wire is much more important. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... I still think 12 is the sweetest of sweet spots. Like, you can't get much better than a 12-teamer. So, uh, but, yeah. I, so, while the 70 points is just as impressive, what's more impressive is that Sean Payton is 0-3 as the Denver Broncos head coach. We oh, th- wow. It's like the personnel is the most important part of a football team. Yeah, but come on now. You can't, you can't sit here and tell me that coaching doesn't matter. Coaching matters a lot. A lot. And the thought was, oh, well, Hackett was the problem last year. Doesn't seem like Hackett was the problem. There was a lot of shit talked. Champagne himself talked a lot of shit. And you get, you're on the wrong side of history here today. It's like that team is is filled with wide receivers that continuously get hurt, a questionable run game with a questionable offensive line, a quarterback that's on the wrong side of 30, and a defense where their only good part is their truly top three cornerback, and they have nothing else besides that. Well, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is this defense was supposed to be amazing this year. And I don't know where everybody thought that was going to happen. Just because they had Sertain. They're like, they're fine. They have Patrick Sertain. Yeah, but like got rid of Chubb last year. Like, mm-hmm. it. I, I don't know where this – They were. I feel like they were still holding on to that, like, the Cam Newton Super Bowl. It's like, oh, yeah, their defense is still really good. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that was like seven years ago. Spoilers. Yeah, there's just there's nobody on that team, and obviously there's no run game or run defense, especially there. Yeah, Dan went for 350 yards between two running backs. Yeah, I mean, and then on the like you said, there was just nothing to like be excited about. Sutton went for 891 and a tud, which I guess is that's good. I, as someone who has who picked up late shares of Sutton, that's great. I'm happy to get that out of my wide receiver two slash three. Mm-hmm. Very very happy with that. Judy went five for eighty-one. Okay, fine. That's fine. The Mims thing is in, intriguing to me. Have you seen like the like advanced analytics on Mims so far, where Where's, he's like he the highest like per snap snaps per or sorry yards per snap. He's like the highest yards per snap in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like he's he, he's not or in yards per catch and all that stuff. Like he's not consistent, but he's making a bunch of like big plays. Yeah, I think he has eight catches, and five of them have gone for thirty or more yards. This I think. I wish I could. I wish I had this tweet pulled up now. But there was something that was like 
the ten largest plays of the like of the Broncos. Uh, I know so the far, exact tweet you're talking about. Eight of them were Mims. Dem- all yeah, de- all eight of Denzel. Almost, yeah, almost called him Denzel. All, bad Mims. Eight, bad Mims. Eight out good of, Mims. Eight Marvin out of good Mims. Eight out of ten of like the largest plays the Broncos had were all Marvin Mims. Yeah, it's just the team's not good. It's it's not a good but it's team. funny because it's like I'll tell you what's not good is Russell Wilson. No, I think. I, honest to God, if you put Kirk Cousins in this in this exact team, cut and paste Russell Wilson for Kirk Cousins, I think Kirk Cousins gets them to at least two and one right now. He definitely beats the uh, he, he beats week one the Raiders. Okay, and then who they play last week? Who they lose to last week? I can't even remember. Uh, Washington in the late game. I could he would yeah that's a revenge game. Boom, mm-hmm. two and one, and then they they only lose by thirty to the Dolphins. How about that? Instead of losing what by do you even say? 50. What do you even say in that locker room after that game? Oh, my where God. Where you got 70 points hung up on you. You lost by 50. I wouldn't what say What do you say in that word. locker room? I would walk in there and go, if anybody says a single word, you're off the team. And then shower in silence, pack your bags in silence, plain home silence. Get it all done. Don't say a damn word. We'll talk on Tuesday. That's a tough one. Don't man. look at me. Don't say a word. Don't want to talk to anybody. Don't want to hear Mr. Unlimited. Don't want to hear a damn fucking thing. No, thank you. No, sorry, Bob. Bro, that, I can't imagine what that locker room would be like. That's a scary thing. Is thought. there a chance of Sean Payne being fired before the end of the season? No. They trade a first round pick for him. But they suck. They do suck. They also traded two first-round picks for Russ. We might suck more. I mean, they literally made the worst decisions you could ever make. So, Well, so, okay. This is the question. Who do they play this week? I know. I know. I'm Denver plays the Bears. It. Yep. If they, lose to the, if they lose to the Bears, and then they go. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. I'm talking about Sean Payton being fired. You're 0-3 right now. Owen, you can't listen, fire Sean Payton wait. after own four start. Owen four against the Bears. Owen five against the Jets. I'll just go on record saying I don't think they'll be Owen five by this this time in two weeks. I don't think they will either. But if they are Owen five in the next two weeks, Sean Payton gets fired before the Chiefs in Week Six. No. Yes. No. Yes. Or, I think they go zero and seventeen. One of he still two has a job. One of two things happens: he gets fired, or Russ is no longer the starter. Those are your two options. And I don't totally think Russ is the pro- like Russ is not the solution, but he's not your biggest problem. Your defense is dooky. Mm. I mean, we watched the Commanders get bottled up by was it the Bills this week. Yes, didn't score a damn thing. Commanders put up thirty five on the ass. Raiders put up 17 on you. They put up, what, 20-something on the Steelers? Okay, fine. Mm. Um, but, and then fucking 70 points. <laughs> that point differential, all year is going to be fucked. The entire, they, could, they could lose every game by three points, and their point differential is still going to be 100. It's going to be minus 100. But. Listen, listen, man. I don't want to talk about Denver anymore. I want to talk about Miami. Okay. Let's have, okay. Fine. We'll talk let's, the fun. Let's side. talk about the good. Let's talk about the good. But I really like talking to. I really like hating on the Broncos. For the I record. do too. But I think we're talking way too much about Denver when we just saw the highest scoring game of our lifetime. Okay. So, fine. I agree. Can we talk a little bit about Tua for MVP? Oh yeah. I mean, he, just a little bit. He was the front runner before the seventy point performance. Mm-hmm. Are we so? Of course, it's anyone's. It's two is award to lose at this point, I guess. And there's still fifteen game, or there's still fourteen games to be played. What does Tua need to do to solidify his MVP? This MVP season, take him to the playoffs. Actually, win a game in the playoffs. So that's a tough question to ask because so five thousand yards. What? Because your MVP status is based off the regular season, so it's hard to say like, oh yeah, if, if he gets them to the AFC Championship, he should be the MVP because that's not how you should judge the MVP. So what I would say is that if they win the division that has the Buffalo Bills in it, mm-hmm. 
I think that gets you MVP. That's not a bad one. I think that's the number. And then, I mean, when you look at the look at the yardages already, he 466, 249, 309. Yeah, what is he, second in the league right now? He's up there. I mean, that's two, three, four, five. That's 800 yards already, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, Tua Tagovailoa is the, I guess, the lowest odds for MVP at plus 3,500. Or th- 350, pardon me. Next for week, MVP? Yes. What, wait, what, what is it? Plus 350. Who's right behind him? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes plus 500. Okay. And Josh Allen, Lamar, or Jalen, Herbert, Lamar. Yeah. All those usual suspects. Throwing a Tyreek Hill for Offensive Player of the Year as well. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I think... I think two things. One is that I'm not huge on like looking into press conferences and stuff like that, but when you watch the Tua press conferences and the Mike McDaniel press conferences, you can see how Mike McDaniels is shaping and rubbing off on Tua, and I love it. They're confident. They are confident. McDaniels is a goofball. It's that. Did, did you see the? It's thing? the sleeve. It's the Tua sleeve. The, I love the sleeve. Did you see the thing he did last week with? Because I, I don't know. I can't remember what it came up with or what happened, but somebody was. I don't know if they were talking shit or what. And he and Tua literally sits there and goes, "Okay, let's all sit. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to read off a play to, to all of you reporters in the room, and I want to see if one of you can bring it back to me." Mm. And he goes Z right countertop Y X double five seventy eight three seven to two sixty nine sixty nine on two on two, and the guy goes that's a false start. Like <laughs> there's no way I can get that off right, mm. and it's just like you don't see quarterbacks doing that. So I love I love the attitude. I love the confidence. I, I don't even know if it's arrogance, but I, I love the way that they are focused. I love the way that Mike McDaniel's is coaching. I think Mike McDaniel's right now should be the front runner for coach of the year. It's if they win if they win Buffalo this week. His odds are going to go from plus 350 to minus 200. I don't have a disagreement with that. So, I'm going to skip all the non- all the nonsense. Oh, are they the best team? Is, or should we make a case for this other team? I'm just getting down to the nitty-gritty. Dolphins first Niners. Neutral site, who wins? Right now. We'll find out in February. Right now. I'm saying right now. Right now, the Niners still win. Niners still win? That defense is gross, man. That or The team that just scored 70? That <laughs> defense is nasty. Because I truly think that's the two best teams right now, without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Is Dolphins, 49ers. And then there's the usual suspects of like the Eagles and the Chiefs and the... I'm forgetting somebody. The Bills are starting to warm Bills, up. Bills, that's the one I'm forgetting about, yeah. I think that the one thing that scares me a little bit is that we see teams start out hot all the time, mm-hmm. and then it's a long season. It's I mean, they started three and zero last year. Yeah, right, and they barely stuck in the playoffs because he got hurt. Mm-hmm. The one thing I keep, the one thing that people keep saying is, "Oh man, let's see what happens to this offense in the cold." They really don't have a lot of cold weather games. They do not. Like when you look at it, they they get Buffalo next week, not cold. Uh, at Philly week seven, at New England week eight, like they get all these out early. When you look at after their week 10 bye, they're in Vegas at Jets, cold. At Washington, probably cold. Mm. Tennessee, warm. Jets in Miami, home. Dallas, home. At Baltimore. They have like three cold games, maybe. Like, I don't know how likely MVP is, but if this were Jet Boats the Gambling Podcast. Which we're going to record after this. I'd be betting two a tongue of LO for comeback player of the year plus oh one sixty. Oh my god! I mean, is it plus one? It's plus money. Yeah, we got to pause the podcast. <laughs> Let me put it down real quick. <laughs> and we're back. I just bet a thousand dollars on it. Just kidding. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's he's comeback player of the year without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, it's either well, yeah, well because it was Demar Hamlin. Was it's like, still Demar Hamlin number one. He hasn't. I don't think he was active in like two. He's games. healthy, scratched all three weeks. All three weeks, I believe so. Oof. But but you you may have to give it to him just for being on the roster. You, definitely. But so let's let's switch topics here. Okay. Here's a topic I really wanted to talk about this week. Okay. It's a scrappy team that I've been very impressed with, and one that's going to hit close to home when they play our favorite team, 
this coming week. Oh, no. Not that the... I think is going to be very close game now. The Tejans. The Houston Texans, led by their right now in the running, number one in the running, offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. I am unbelievably impressed with C.J. Stroud right now. You know what impresses me most about C.J. Stroud? He's doing it without Laramie Tunzel no. protecting for him? He has yet to throw a pick. I don't know if the record has officially been broken, but he is very, very close to breaking the streak of a rookie to not throw a pick versus pass attempts. Because mm-hmm. this is not like, oh, hey, we're doing stuff, we're winning games, and I'm throwing He's yucking and I'm 17 it. of 21. No, he is He's yucking consistent. it 30, 30 plus times a game. And yes. He just missed 300 yards again by 20 yards yep. this week. He went 20 for 30, 282 touchdowns. That's not like the sexiest stat line ever, but for a rookie in his third game in the NFL, that's in an upset. In an upset the, win, the f- division winners from last year. Yeah, granted, Jags played like hell that game. Jackson not played good, but Texans came to fucking play. The Jags. All, this is also one of those weird matchups here, where the Texans seem to have the Jags number. The Jags are like eight and one against. Uh, Against Trevor Lawrence, it's a crazy number. That's how it always works. It, what, who was the other team that it used to be? It was uh, it was the Colts with the Texans. Every oh, yeah. time they would play, T. Y. Hilton would be going absolute right. hog wild. Yeah, it's them. just it's those. That was an inch start every year. If T. Y. Hilton it's was the playing divisional Houston, you had to you had to play T. Y. Hilton regardless. There's something about a divisional matchup that I just don't understand why it's like I get it. You play them twice a year, like you understand the team, you get the, the philosophies and like you feel good against them. They're still NFL teams. Like you play them two times a year. They also play you two times a year. Mm-hmm. They should have known that, hey, T. Y. Hilton kinda of burns us. Maybe we should do something to try and stop it. Let's do something different. And it just never ever worked. But now Houston might be having their own little version of T.Y. Hilton in a little receiver named Tank Dell. Oh, Tank Dell. Tank Dell. I'm so excited for Tank Dell. A monster two weeks. He's gotten better every week, which is the exciting part. Yes. Yeah, so first first week, nothing special. Four targets, three receptions, nothing crazy. Week two in Indy, 10 for seven. He didn't have 100 yards, pardon me. I thought he did in week two. 10 for 7, 72 yards and a touchdown this week. Yeah. 7 for 5 for 145 and a touchdown. Yeah. He had 20 points and 25 points in his last two weeks. I love Tank it. Tank Dell is going off, and I love this little Tank Dell connection that we're having. Because even, I imagine, after the season, they're going to be looking for another receiver. In some capacity. But Nico Collins was doing well, too. He had a kind of a quiet week this week. but he did. Ni- but Nico was looking pretty good, too. I still think you can't build a franchise around Nico Collins and Tank Dell as I the two know. receivers. Nico had 14 and 27, and then he had five this week. But I think Tank Dell, especially with him being the rookie alongside C.J. Stroud, is building a rapport that's probably not going to be replaced. So well, I'm almost buying Tank Dell at every instance that I can get. And let's not forget that C.J. Stroud like kind of banged the table for him yes. after he got drafted. He said, get me Tank Dell. Mm. And we talk about all the time. that I also kind of forgot he went to like Houston and went now to Houston, Houston. Houston. I didn't yep. even that, Whenever that draft awesome. happened, it love didn't that. even cross my mind. Oh, yeah, I love that for him. I think that we talk about all the time. There's a little bit of bonus for these rookies. Like when you have a rookie quarterback and a rookie wide receiver, mm-hmm. they get extra time. Rookie mini camps start earlier than training camp. Like there is an advantage that they get another six or eight weeks together, throwing even if it's in shorts. Like just getting that chemistry, getting to know each other. Like mm-hmm. it's a huge benefit. But yeah, Tank Dell's heating up. We'll see what he does against us this week. I haven't really. I feel like I, I I've been keeping an eye on his stats, but I haven't really seen him actually like make plays yet. So I'm actually slightly he's, he's electric. I'm actually like slightly excited to see him play Pittsburgh because like I'm obviously going to be dialed into that game, but I want to see how he does against a really good defense because admittedly Jacksonville's defense, Indy's defense are not good, and he was kind of bottled up by Baltimore mm-hmm. in Week One, which is his debut, which is fine. But yeah, I just don't see Tank Dell going anywhere. I'm not saying he's going to continue putting up 20 points a week, but even if like say this whole season comes and goes. They say we still need to bring in another receiver. Even though they pay, like, let's make an example, pay fat stacks to bring in Mike Evans. Okay. I love that. I think that's they, a great combo. 
they still are going to use Tank Dell with Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tank Dell, I think, is a... If Tank Dell is your wide receiver two for your NFL team and then your fantasy team for the next three or four years, mm-hmm. I think you're a happy camper. I think, especially where you got him, third, fourth round, especially if you use Sleeper, that, like, his ADP was crazy pushed down, like, all years. Like, who's this Endell? Mm-hmm. Because his name is Nathaniel. But I think he's a easy, easy pickup. Waiver wire number one, obviously, this week. Mm-hmm. Dynasty, you're hammering him. What do you uh, get for Tank Dell now? A se- try to get it for a second? You can definitely get a second. You can get an early second for Tank. Maybe a late first in the next two weeks. If I'm a rebuilding team, I'm giving up my second round pick for Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. If I have a top five draft slot coming my way, take my second round pick, enjoy the top 18 pick next year, give me Tank Dell. Let him fill in that wide receiver two, three flex spot for me for the next four or five years. Yeah, I'm super impressed with Tank Dell. And I'm super excited to continue to watch him because. This tech, I still don't like the Will Anderson move. Again, if they wouldn't have just not given up there first, I would have liked it. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, it's a team that's starting to get their footing. They had the quarterback. Though the line hasn't been healthy, it's still a relatively good line. They hit on a receiver. I think they did hit on a receiver for them. Yeah. Damien Pierce. The one thing that's been disappointing is Damien Pierce. That I, is I was, not. I was literally going to. Pierce is doing nothing. I was not going to let you get year. off this game before we talked about Pierce. Six points, seven points. Luckily, got a touchdown to get him to fifteen points this week. Rough. Not not good. His snap percentage is the scary part. Forty five percent, forty five percent, fifty four percent. He's barely. He's not even playing half the snaps over the over the first three weeks. That's unacceptable. What mm-hmm. happened? Why Devin Singletary is also not doing anything either. Like, I'm I'm sure it's just because they're always playing from behind. They're never just running. Grinding yeah, but up it's the not ball. like it's not like Singletary is a big receiving back. No, like Singletary has been taking the snap percentages away from him, and he had one point, three points, and six points. Like, what is going on here? I I I am terrified for this team. Like, is Mike Boone and Aguna Bawale? taking that many snaps away i just don't they're just not running the ball a lot and even when they are it doesn't look efficient no it doesn't look good and maybe that's an indictment on their offensive line maybe this is an okay question by low damian pierce no nah, i'm scared no you're scared i'm scared interesting yeah i probably i probably wouldn't give more than a late second for him at this point just because what has had like he's done nothing in these first three weeks so i'm scared yeah, I I just feel like they are going to chase something greater than Damian Pierce after this season. Hell, I would be shocked if they brought in Leonard Fournette. That'd be interesting. I feel like the, it would be a weird it, move. It's kind of productive, but like mm-hmm. their running game is clearly It's tough. nothing. It's an absolute nothing burger right now. I'm doing this because I'm trying to sell him in a rebuild. Can I get Mike Evans for a first yet? No. You he's, have to give something else up. He's wide receiver five through three weeks. I'm aware. He is good. He, I don't understand this. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I did. The, so I gave a first for Dalvin Cook last year to try and win, and I didn't win, and I got fucked, but that's fine. He's 30, barely 30. Yes, young, long career, came in young. He's 30. Baker's feeding him. Mm. He's had... 10 targets, 8 targets, 10 targets, a touchdown in every game, wide receiver 5 on the season. If you're miss if you're a wide receiver away from a championship, why would you not give the 112 away? That's my pitch. Why would you not give the 112 away? Why would you not give the 110 away for Mike Evans? Like it's not like he's not going to play next year. Even if he doesn't re-sign with the Bucks, he's, somebody will give him a fat contract. Uh, you mentioned the Texans. There's a there's a thousand teams that would pay Mike Evans 2 years 30 million dollars. Mm. Why can't I get a first form? Why? Tell me now. Because he's 30. That's bullshit. This is not DeAndre Hopkins. This is not Julio Jones. This is a guy that has never had less than 1,000 yards. That He doesn't get injured. The man is a he's freaking Superman. He, he doesn't get hurt. He doesn't miss games. He doesn't get under 1,000 yards. Yeah, it's late. That's why you're getting 112, and that's why I'm not asking 14 or 15 for him. 112, it's... It's, a, You're, it's not unreasonable. I'm asking for a little. You gotta lo- just give a little bit. <sighs> I, de- I deserve better. Mike Evans deserves better than this. 
I love Mike Evans, man. He's so good. He's so good. That's why I hate giving. I've been really impressed with, even though they had a pretty bad loss this week. Weather. Yeah, it's weather. We- game. It's weather. I still think Baker played. Bar- I still think the offense looked like it was humming. I'll tell you what it was. It wasn't so much that the offense looked good as that like Baker grinded that game. Yes, like that defense was better than what they've had in the, what they've seen the first two weeks. He still fought hard. It was a, the slow start second half was better. Like never give up, never back down. Like I was never impressed. What? <laughs> Thank you. I never, I, I never doubted them for a second, even though they still lost and also didn't cover. But like they still fought hard to the whistle, which I respect. Mm. Baker's good for that. Exactly, and it makes the team entertaining to watch this year, which I'll give them all the credit for. There's a chance maybe they just re-sign Baker straight up. Maybe. Well, yeah, because they're playing the way out of Caleb Williams. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> you already won two games. That's basically damn near already played yourself out. Yeah. That's there's no, they're in the worst division of football. There's no way they're not going to win any games. So I think that's a good transition. I want to talk about the Caleb Williams sweepstakes a little bit. Okay. Who do we think is truly just the worst team? Because it doesn't seem like it's the Cardinals anymore. Yeah. Cardinals have been scrappy every single week. Credit to Jonathan Gannon, I think, because mm-hmm. nobody gave him a chance in hell this year. No. And, yeah, they're what? They're one and two, mm-hmm. but they've been in every game. This, literally, we talk Survivor Pool every week because I'm in the Survivor Pool, still live, by the way, both entries, good for me. And it the strategy at some point was like, just ride the Cardinals, whoever's playing the Cardinals, because mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're gonna go zero and seventeen. Rondell looks good. Hollywood looks good. James Conner looks fantastic. James Conner looks uh, like a maniac. In my in one draft I did, I said I need the last running back on the board that isn't in a committee is Damian Pierce. I'm taking Damian Pierce, and James Conner was on the board, and I'm an idiot. Yep. And I You're knew, not the only one, though. Again, I know I'm not the only one, but God, that was dumb. <laughs> so it's funny that you know we talked about the the AFC being the more competitive division. It's three weeks in. Let's not go crazy. Only one zero and three team, and it's the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I could see the Broncos if they just tank it out for. Imagine if they traded Russell Wilson to New York. Yeah. I can't. I didn't. That thought hasn't even crossed my mind. I don't think they they would have to like hold on some of his contract. I think to even consider. Of course. It. But that would like to me. That's like a hey. Let's we, this team around him is good. That team is basically like that New York team is basically Seattle Legion of Boom. Sauce Gardner, mm. good defense. Quinn Williams, although I think he got banged up this week. Like really, really good defense. Don't need you to throw the ball fifty times. Like let's take it back to basics, baby. Let's take it back to the first three or four years of your career. Let's get you a nice defense, get you a nice run game with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Nice wide receiver and, the only, and Garrett Wilson. The only reason why in my head that wouldn't work is because they Russell Wilson's contract is still it's up so until... Big. Not even big, it's long. He still has yeah, three years. It's girthy, yeah. He still has like three years under that deal. So they still imagine that Aaron Rodgers is going to play for them next year. And I, from all indications, it seems like he's going... He yeah, wants to play that's again. That's true. He yeah, wants to right. let it ride, so... Having Russ sit on the bench behind Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem super yeah, ideal. Yeah, be wild. <laughs> that would be crazy. But, okay, so let's look at other 0-3 teams. More realistically, the Vikings, that's been the big talk. Is like, hey, if they try to move Kirk Cousins, they're 0-3. Like, get him to the Jets. Let's do that. I think if they lose this week, you have to have a serious conversation about but, call, calling the Jets. So the other the other side of that, who they played this week? Uh, they play the... It's, no, it's the Panthers, I think. Yeah, you're right. It's the Panthers. So they should win that they game. They should win that game. You're right. So if they go in four, then maybe you make that call. Unless Adam Thielen has crazy revenge game. Uh, Thielen, man. But you got 0-3 teams. So going back to your question about Caleb Williams, Vikings 0-3, Bears 0-3, Panthers 0-3. I think I'm going... Panthers aren't going for him. I think Denver is my pick. Denver, I think, is my pick for the... Or not Denver, excuse me. Chicago's the I was worst say. team. Chicago. Chicago's, I believe, 100%. The worst team in this league. Justin Fields has regressed. Or maybe he didn't regress. Maybe I just anticipated he was going to take a step and he just didn't. I, I, I don't know if... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to call it a regression. But I would call it a... Let him run! Right. I would call it... the. Cha- I think the change in scheme mm-hmm. is not beneficial for him. And that's tough. Let the dude run. 
Yeah, and that's what they said this week. Is like, oh, I'm I'm done being robotic, and then you lost forty one to seven or whatever you want. Like it was. Yeah, not... it's a tough week to say that. <laughs> I yeah, you probably should have waited till after the Chiefs game to be like, I'm gonna try and be good. Yeah, now. Try with the Vikings. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, people like, might take you a little more seriously. I am. But they have nothing. They have nothing besides DJ Moore right now. Yeah, Donald Mooney, but he's not even playing, is he? Uh, he had an over this week, but he was good. Week one, he, he, I think he had like one catch for a touchdown, 80 yards. Yeah. The running game is non-existent right now. Stinks. The line is still terrible. They what even is, though? What's going on with the running game? Like, Cleo Herbert is that bad? Cleo Herbert's that bad. Okay. And Roshan is doing nothing besides catching a handful or a small handful of passes. That's insane. Justin Fields had 47 yards on the ground. Yeah, Roshan 8 for 38, Khalil 7 for 31. And I wish somebody here on this podcast didn't like Khalil Herbert coming out of the NFL or coming out of the uh, of college. Enough, enough. I don't know enough. who that would be. It couldn't be me. Oh, was it me? Oh, if, yeah. Fuck you. It was me. And I'll give you. I think I might have five dollars in my wallet. I'll give you five dollars if you can name three defensive players on the Bears right now. Uh, I don't think exactly. I That's the point. <laughs> I don't think I can. That's I, the point. There's a there's a defensive back I'm supposed to know, but I for the life of me can't do it. I've got to, I'm gonna look at their leading tacklers because that's actually a really really funny. There's somebody that I there's I can think of two guys I'm supposed to know, but I can't. Their names are escaping me. There there isn't two guys you should know. No, really, it's that bad. It's that bad. Here's his Chiefs Bears. Player stats, tackles, 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 tackles. That's offense. Where's defense? How do we do this? Team stats. I'm surprised you just didn't go to a depth chart. No, I want to see. This. I want to see who's who's doing stuff. Oh, they're not doing it. Oh, defense. Here we go. Uh, Terrell Smith, TJ. Oh, Tremaine Edmonds, Jaquan Brister. I would have known those two guys. They did pay a lot of money for Tremaine. I did forget about that part. Uh, Noah Sewell, Penny Sewell's brother, would not have known he was there. Oh, Yannick Ngakwe. I wouldn't have guessed he was there. Cole Komet had a tackle. <laughs> sick. Absolutely sick. But that's the point. Oh, Sorry, he had an interception? Might have been spot. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, it was zero for zero. That's weird. I don't know why you're trying to bust that one. So that's the point I'm trying to make is just there's no, it doesn't seem like anything's going on for this team. And at least they have two top picks because they also have the Panthers pick going in next year. I don't expect them to be winning a whole lot of games. Yeah. I just... I just think I'm start. The one take I was really hard on, and I still think I'm right, the Texans won't be a top-five pick. I don't think. You don't think? It's going to be close. It's definitely going to be a top-ten pick. De- not sure. Definitely top-ten pick. De- just all those mocks that had Cardinals, Cardinals taking Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams, I was like, that's not happening. That'd be so cool. It would be, but it's not happening. Like, there's a legit chance they beat the Steelers this week. I, I know we don't want to talk easy, about it. Easy, easy, fella. Don't make me call Charlie. You want to look at that spread and tell it, me other people don't mi- think the I same I know. Way? It's minus three. I understand. There's no chance they beat the Steelers this week. It is in, it is in Houston, which takes away the, the terrible talentness of it all, but there's no way. There's zero chance. That defense is still not good enough to to catch up with real teams. The, you can't look at a divisional opponent that they've dominated. Will Anderson, one and a half sacks. Under. Over. You can have one. Six-pack bet. We, I'm not going to six-pack back my own Steelers. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Good. <laughs> that was a test. I mean, Caleb Williams' sweepstake right now, the best spot for him to land would honestly be the Vikings. Could you imagine that if they just said, oh, hey. Oh, that would be insane. Just get ship Kirk out. Let's just fuck it. Let's just go one in one in sixteen. I, so, what is a realistic number of games uh, for, of oh and what before you call up the Jets, being like, "Do you want Cousins for these next six months?" It's if they lose to the Bears, I think, man. Really? Like, I mean the 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 Bears are so bad. If the Bears have their bounce back game against the Vikings, against that offense that has all those offensive weapons that aren't running backs, by the way, ter- like we got nothing out of that backfield, even with the trade. Well, I don't even think Cam Akers played. I thought he played this week. No, right? I think he was a he- not a healthy scratch, but just, it's just yeah, like inactive. Yeah, it's like you're not ready. Not ready. Learn the playbook first. I don't know. I just as a Alexander Madison looks so bad. He does. He, there was that one like 
Oh well, if only someone didn't like Alexander Madison coming out of college, huh? That well, hold on now. Me. Let's be easy. First of all, it was you. you I would... know. I'd hate, and you're you're the one talking about Cleo Herbert. I'm, I'm I know, but you here. also liked Alexander Madison no, I too. Didn't. Okay, fine. I liked him as a backup. Even this this whole year, I, I never pounded the table on Madison. No, I, you didn't. I'm just. But so I did just, pound the table on Herbert. Yes, and so to be fair, it's like, hey, I thought he was. I, I really liked him coming out of college. And he did great with Cook. I didn't totally believe in him as a as a bell cut back and mm. i'm right again i wish my my fantasy football lineups would reflect my genius but they're not <laughs> they are not we're already at 50 minutes we've talked about like three games <laughs> damn you taylor swift you <laughs> took up the first 20 minutes of this podcast you're not wrong you're we not got wrong. things to do we got other podcasts to record man so i think i, I have one more topic i want to talk about okay i want to talk about these rookie tight ends Okay. Because they are electric. They One are. in particular that is in Detroit, mm. I am very interested r- right now. And that is the man who has had three back-to-back-to-back games with five receptions or more. And that's Sam Laporte. He was tight end one this week. He was tight end one this week. And I've even heard on a very respect- respectable podcast for Dynasty that I listen to. Oh. I don't listen to a lot of Dynasty Give him a little shout-out. Oh, I always give him a shout-out. It's Ray GQ. That's the one of the... Oh, I don't listen to them. Oh, I like him a lot. So, he had him as tight end three in Dynasty. Really? It's it's crazy, but let's think about this for a second. We've already we've seen through three weeks that they're going to feed this guy over five targets mm-hmm. a game. He has five receptions which, on the year. Which they are. Five targets, six targets, 11 targets. Mm-hmm. And he is already shown he can separate from defenders. They found their second person to Amon Ra. And now whenever Jameson Williams comes back, and if he just becomes anything above just your average deep threat, that team yep. becomes absolutely terrifying. Yep, I agree. Gibbs has looked good. Gibbs has been disappointing. He's, but he I got, think, even without Montgomery, he had a good week, though, I think. Yeah, didn't he? he didn't this have, is his first week without. He hasn't had the week that he's wanted. Or like oh, you're right. The okay. start of the year he's wanted. He's running back 26 right now, which, like, okay, over three weeks. One game over 10 points, but. Yeah, but when you pair him with Dave Montgomery and with that line and with that defense that is continuously getting better because they keep adding good pieces to it, Detroit's a scary team with that right now. And talk about another team that I've been liking a lot, the Packers, with Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave is a legit, legit. weapon in that team. He is. He's my, so my, here's my one fear with him is that... With Laporta or with... With Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. So Musgrave has had 8, 4, 10. Not mm-hmm. quite as good as Laporta, but for a rookie tight end, that's still pretty freaking good. My one fear is that when Christian Watson comes back, is the targets are going to go away. I don't. If re- Christian Watson ever comes back, if he ever, point. he's going to come back. I know, but, but God. like, but you could say, okay, oh well, Brian. What about if Jameson Williams comes back? Well, Jameson Williams does not play the middle of the field like Christian Watson probably could. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm more worried about that than I am Sam Laporta and Jameson Williams when he comes back. I think that I think Sam Laporta is probably a top ten dynasty player right now. I think you can make an argument for five. Because no. who's up there? You can't. There's no way you can give me five. Get, let's play this game. Kelsey. Yes. Andrews. Yep. Kittle. No. Kittle is not a top five dynasty tight end right not now. Not anymore. What? What besides last week has Kittle done for me lately? He was hurt. Exactly. He's always hurt. I don't. I don't like what you're saying right now. I Keep going. Keep giving me tight ends. Hawkinson, four. Give you, oh, all right, I'll give you Hawkinson. So are we at three or four? We're, th- we're three. Mm, okay. What? Jimmy Graham got a touchdown today, or this, this weekend. So, I guess yeah, Darren Waller. No. No? No. Over Sam Laporta? Yes. What? You would rather have Sam Laporta over Darren Waller? Yes. Into the microphone, please. It, I'd Say rather it. have Darren Waller, or I'd rather have Sam Laporta over Darren Waller in Dynasty Football right oh, now. just you wait. I'm going to get you so good. Keep go- Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I don't want to. You want to say Kyle Pitts? No, because I'm done with Kyle Pitts. I'm getting there, too. I'm getting real I'm sick v, Kyle Pitts. I'm done with Kyle Pitts. Muth? No. Easy. Okay. Jake Ferguson. Come on. Man. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
Mm, I'll give you six. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you top six. You didn't even say Kincaid in there. Well, because he hasn't done anything yet. Fair. He's done some stuff. Mm, he, has, he sure as hell has done more than Lu- or, than Michael Mayer. He he got a two point conversion. Yeah, I'm proud of him. <laughs> Absolutely proud. We knew that was going to be a slow burn, though. It was. We that, that's a toughie. Right, Kincaid Especially is, when he went to the Raiders, it's like, oh, they, they're not going to use him like we want him to. Kincaid is, yeah, it sucks as you go, oh, well, Darren Waller was really good there, but it's like. He's eh, not Darren eh, Waller. He's a different tight end. I mean, Kincaid's tight end 21 on the year. Yeah, I just think I'm really impressed with Sam Laporta. And, oh, God. Yeah, I've, I started to say the top five thing is kind of hyperbole, but now that I really think about it. He's got to be up there at five. The only one you can make an no. argument for is with Kittle. You can't sit there and tell me that after three NFL games, he's, the second round pick is a top five tight end. I'm. St- I think I'm starting to say that. I don't think so. I'm not ready to say it with my chest. You can tell me. I'm, I know. You could say I'm hunched over a little yeah, bit yeah. while saying this. I mean, I, I got you to perk up there a little bit. I'm not ready to fully say with my chest. I'm just saying the math is starting to add up and the path is starting to clear up. Evan Ingram's bit. close. Evan Ingram is probably a top five tight end right now. He's currently tight end four over three weeks. Yeah, all right. I'll get, I would rather. What ra- is Evan Ingram like? Twenty eight. Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Man, he's twenty nine. Wow. I mean, tight ends age differently. I feel like, but I feel like he's been in the league forever too. It does, but he had like that one really good rookie year, and then kind of went kaput, then came back. Like, but if but like, or can we have the conversation if Jameson Williams comes back and he's still averaging five catches a game? Yes, we can revisit that after like week eight. Okay. After after we have some legit like sample size. If he if we come back in week eight and he has like five catches in six out of eight games, I want an apology. Fair enough. That'll happen. That's my promise to you, the listeners, and you, Joshy Bayer. Thank you. I'm not ready to pound the table like that for Luke Musgrave, even though I like no, Luke Musgrave a no. lot. No, Laporta has shown way more than Musgrave has. Mm-hmm. I sat Friarmouth for him this week, and I felt guilty about it all week. And then one seventy-yard touchdown later, I was like, yeah. "Never mind, I'm a freaking genius." Muth Muth scares me this year. I've already said it. They're like, just not using them. They're not. I don't know why, because they don't really have a middle of the field guy. No, like you have Cal- especially with Deontay out. Like you would think, hey, maybe they bump up the. With, yeah, especially with Deontay out, I thought the entire offense is going to be look for Pickens. Yep. Worst case scenario, dump down the fire move. There's option A, B, that. and we'll figure out C yeah. as we and go along. And then Jalen Warren slash Najee dump off. Like, yeah. It has not been that. Allen Robinson, I guess, has probably taken some of that. But not enough to be like... Allen Robinson was a nice little chain mover in the last game. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he He's taken, I think, a lot of... Not a lot of way, but enough away to put a dent into like fire moves, like top 10 tight end status. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. But... Which is just annoying for all parties involved. It is. Uh, so we're we're approaching an hour here. So any other games that we really think we need to highlight? Uh, well, okay, let's do this. Let's rapid fire until we feel like we need to stop. Uh, let's start Thursday night. Giants Niners. Uh, Giants super bad. Giants Giants bad, but Niners I think just really really good made Niners look worse or made Giants look worse than they are. Uh, Falcons six Lions twenty. We just talked about Lions it. Lions good. Lions good. Falcons were playing over the skis. Chargers Vikings great game. Mike, Mike Williams terrible. I just hate to see it. I just mm-hmm. want to get this guy a big hug. But uh, also and fire that, Brandon Staley. And I don't the, even care if he won. I said I said that too. Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley even stinks. if they won, I I like. I think you. I don't know if you said it or or somebody said it. But it's probably me. I'm a pretty big hater of Brandon. Staley. But I liked the the gutsy go for it on fourth down in the on your own twenty. Hated the play call. You, yeah, you, it was the dumbest play call I've ever seen in the world. Mm. And I watched Kenny Pickett run a draw on third and one. Yeah. I just – what is that man doing? Yeah. And it's not like Zach Taylor where Zach Taylor was kind of a punching bag and then everything started to kind of click. Nope. He has all the pieces. He, there's clicking. no reason for them to be this bad. They should not be one and two. Uh, Saints-Packers, Jameis Winston's going to get some time. That's fun. Yeah. 18-17 Packers. AJ Dillon's still vet. I'm I'm totally I'm out. I, I'm borderline. I shouldn't do it. I benched it. him in a in that fourteen team league. I'm not. Even I benched him in all the leagues I had. I'm borderline just dropping him in in a couple leagues out of principle because I'm just so done with his bullshit. Mm-hmm. He should be putting up twenty points a week and he's not, and I hate him for it. We talked Texans Jags. We talked Broncos Dolphins, Titans Browns. Browns bounce back. Titans couldn't get a fucking touchdown. 
I Titans think look bad too. Browns defense legit. Browns defense not allowed a touchdown at home yet. It's, this a, it's a scary defense. Whenever they got to Darius Smith, I think that wasn't talked about a lot. Yeah, that, I mean to have that the yin to Miles Garrett's yang. Yeah, what, and then Denzel when, Ward. Yeah, so Darius Smith is your second pass rusher. That's yeah. a stupid very to very duo. good. Yeah, un, unappreciated. Uh, Bills thirty seven, Commanders three. Bills back to where they should be. Commanders kind of back where they should be too. Oh, Sam Howell threw four picks. Yeah, I'm he just smelling Jacoby Brissett. came back. To, no, I don't think so. He's had he played well enough in the first two weeks that he's going to need to have a couple more stinkers in a row to really think about getting him out. I'm still on my by week eight. I'm still on nah, pace for it. I don't, what was it by week eight? Getting Brissett in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still taking the over for that. Colts upset Ravens 22-19. Kind of got fucked at the end of that game by a call, but... Ra- that whole game was rough. Ravens should have put up... great. I thought... He did. I love what, and I get a chance to watch Gardner Minshew. Minshew is the guy that if you need one second-string quarterback to win one game, mm. Minshew's your answer. Yes. He, you, also, Baltimore was decimated by injuries. They, they did. So Gus Edwards got banged up. OBJ went out. Yeah, like, OBJ out. They didn't have their tackle. They didn't have... I don't think they had their starting corner. They didn't have a line backer i'm just like all oh, of it went through it was it was a rough game colts colts made the best out of a bad situation there i'll, I'll openly one of my biggest wrongs of this offseason is michael Pittman. three straight games of eight or yeah. more catches yeah he is that one is one i couldn't have called if you gave me a thousand when you shots. look at the stats all the stats going back and back and back is that when you have a rookie rookie quarterback especially the, one like andy richardson the wide receivers do not do well mm-hmm. and he's broken that mold for now so we'll see how that goes Continu- we'll see even, if that streak continues and even josh downs i think this is his second game with eight or more targets he's heating up a little bit he's mm-hmm. heating up a bit uh patriots beat jets 15 10 expected Yawn. zach wilson's still bad patriots also bad uh max jones gave sauce Gardner a hand job on the field that was weird that was very uncomfortable for everybody it's involved. not mac jones's first offense with this no- he just we'll call it nonsense low-key dirty player a little bit a little bit of dirt Little dirty. Rub some dirt on it. Uh, Seahawks, Panthers, 37 27. Seahawks. This was a game that I kind of felt coming because like, I thought Andy Dalton was going to be one of those guys that was like, oh, low key, your backup right now is better than your starter. Mm-hmm. And it was like that for like the first three quarters, and they kind of pushed him away. Uh, would you, uh, quick pause here. Would you rather have Geno Smith or Kirk Cousins on your team? Kirk. Really? What are you talking about? Look, Kirk is what? Quarterback two right now? Look at his offense. I mean, I guess look at Geno's offense. I don't know. There's something about Geno that I feel like I trust Geno more than I trust Kirk. No, I trust Kirk. I'm talking to win games. I'm talking fantasy points. Still Kirk. Mm, I disagree there. But fantasy points, I probably want Kirk. Uh, Bears Chiefs talked about that. Cowboys Cardinals talked about that. Steelers Raiders. Steelers 23. Raiders 18. Good for the Steelers to get back on track. It's the Off- best they've looked. There's still a lot to be desired, but it's the best they've looked. Offense looked better. Thinking about the, the company line being that we went against the Niners and the Browns the first two weeks, which are two of the best defenses in the league. So maybe we just had a really, really rough first couple weeks. Raiders, Devontae Adams just, oh, my God. He had 42 got, fantasy points. I had eight, I had two different leagues where I was like an 80% like win percentage, and then I got Devontae and just yeah. lost straight yeah. up. Agreed. Uh, Eagles Bucks. Eagles won twenty five eleven. That game sucked. It was a it was a wet fest. More, yeah, more rain. E- Eagles still look great. We finally started to see something from AJ Brown, which we kind of expected. And I think we kind of saw a little bit. We we talked about the Bucks being still like they they're still resilient, but they kind of are what we thought they were. I think. Mm-hmm. And then Monday night, last Monday night game, Rams lose by three to the Bengals. No chance the Bengals were going to go zero and three. We should have seen that coming, but. Joe Burrow looked like hell in that first half. In the first half. And then some miracle light switch came on, and it's just like, oh, we're back. Well, you know what it was? Is Jamar Chase having the tying the record for most receptions in a game for a Bengals wide receiver, whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you give your best player the ball. T. Higgins also looked very bad. Yeah, T. Higgins have had, has had now a trash game, an unbelievable game, and then a trash game again. This trash game was drops, though. It was drops. It, so like, many drops. Week, week one, his stomach. Week, week one was just like, oh, they didn't really like scheme for him. Mm-hmm. This week was drop, 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 drop. Mm-hmm. Like, hit the floor. Not good. Uh, 
Still, still a big T guy though. I think T, yeah, T, T will bounce back. I feel good about T. I think the whole team is just not operating on all cylinders. Right I think now. T's a great buy low, especially in dynasty because he's going to be a wide receiver one somewhere next year. Like mm-hmm. I bought low on him in this off season. Yeah, I think he's a he's a great buy low right now. All right, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap up here? No, not necessarily. Let me. My favorite thing to not my well, yeah, this is one of my favorite things to do to to end the podcast that I have not done this year. Give me your favorite week four matchup. What's the game you're looking forward to watching the most? Game I'm looking forward to watch the most. I think I. What is it? I'm gonna have to put one moment. That's okay. So one. let me give you something really, really good one. Dolphin, yeah, I feel like one's gonna. Dolphins an Bills one. is a really good one. I that's think. An I think one. that's probably the the best one. Uh, that's. Seahawks, Giants, interesting. Ravens, Browns is always fun. Lions, Packers on Thursday night. I think is going to be that's one's that that one I think is going to be that is going to be the battle for the AFC North. I'm very excited or NFC North, excuse me. That I'm going to be very excited to see. So I think my answer is going to be Lions, Packers, and then Bengals, Titans. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, not Bengals, Titans. Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. Commanders, Eagles. Low key might be a good game if the Commanders can come back around a little bit. Because divisional matchup could be good. Eagles are coming off a short week, technically. Could be could be something. But I think game of the week is definitely Dolphins Bills. Mm-hmm. All right. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Jet Set Dynasty. Uh, I'm not going to give a full plug here, but if you gamble, check out at JetBets Gamble. And also check out the Pickett app, P I K K I T. You can hear the full spiel about Pickett on at JetBets Gamble. But. Awesome app if you gamble. Helps you find the best odds. Tracks all your stuff. Really, really cool. Easy to sync. Really, really fun. Uh, But, yeah, we'll we'll be back next week. We'll have our week four recap. We'll continue on just talking all things football. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.